This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Tonight, the Facebook whistleblower urges Congress to act, comparing the social media giant to Big Tobacco, warning the health of the nation is at risk. More like riveting testimony from a former employee calling Facebook an urgent threat to America's children and blaming founder Mark Zuckerberg, who she said knows the social network is hurting people. The buck stops with Mark. There is no one currently holding Mark accountable but himself. State of emergency. The race tonight to protect California's coast from the massive oil spill as a criminal investigation is launched into what happened. Booster shots. Important news for the millions who've had the Johnson & Johnson shot. Leading cause of death. The stunning number tonight, COVID, has killed more than 700 police officers nationwide. So why are so many officers rejecting the vaccine? Tough negotiations. President Biden hits the road in Michigan as he pleads with his own party to strike a deal. What programs may get cut? Plus the warning about a potential economic catastrophe now just days away. CBS News investigation. Are some ATF employees gaming the system and possibly costing the taxpayers hundreds of millions of dollars? Powerball winner, what a lucky person in California could buy with all that money. And Muhammad Ali, the greatest boxer in the world, who painted art with meaning that's now for sale. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us. We want to begin tonight with the scathing testimony from a former Facebook employee that had senators describing the social media giant as morally bankrupt. Francis Howden went before Congress today to tell lawmakers that the company has a simple motive, maximize profits no matter the cost, something she first told 60 Minutes. Republicans and Democrats were united in their outrage, as Haugen described how teens get hooked on Instagram and are subjected to nonstop bullying. 
She called on Congress to regulate Facebook. Well, tonight the company is responding and taking aim at Haugen. But senators want to hear directly from founder Mark Zuckerberg, demanding that he answer their questions. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is following all of this and joins us from the Capitol. Good evening, Chris. Nora, no word yet or when if the committee will call Mark Zuckerberg, but tonight Facebook is calling out the whistleblower at the center of all of this, saying she was an employee for less than two years and had limited access to top executives. But she left the company with tens of thousands of internal documents, and that research, she says, shows Facebook needs to hit the reset button. They're paying for their profits right now with our safety. Former Facebook employee Frances Haugen told Senators Facebook is looking to hook kids early, hoping they'll also bring their parents online. But she says the company's own research shows its Instagram platform can be harmful to teens, even addictive, especially for some girls. It's just like cigarettes. Teenagers don't have good self-regulation. They say explicitly, I feel bad when I use Instagram and yet I can't stop. She blamed the app for directing kids from healthy eating recipes to anorexia, prompting suicidal thoughts and making bullying worse. Kids who are bullied on Instagram, the bullying follows them home. It follows them into their bedrooms. The last thing they see before they go to bed at night is someone being cruel to them. Mark Zuckerberg's new policy is no apologies. Haugen says CEO Mark Zuckerberg is Facebook's ultimate decider. Mark holds a very unique role in uh, the tech industry. There are no similarly powerful companies that are as uh, unilaterally controlled. Where is Mark Zuckerberg? Why is he not the face of this conversation right now? I work with Mark Zuckerberg closely. I can tell you he cares a lot about these issues. He always has. Monica Bickert is a Facebook vice president. Does the buck stop with you or does the buck stop with Mark Zuckerberg? Everybody who is working on these issues at Facebook, starting with Mark, but continuing down to anybody on these safety teams cares about these issues. Tonight, Facebook is pushing back at Haugen, saying she was not involved with company decision-making and called the tens of thousands of pages of documents she turned over stolen. We are doing the research exactly because we care about safety. If one teen on Instagram is having a bad experience, we need to do better. If you were a member of this panel, would you believe what Facebook is saying? Facebook has not earned our right to just have blind trust in them. This was that rare hearing where you had near unanimous consent, Republicans and Democrats alike, that there needed to be additional regulation of companies like Facebook. Senators saying to each other, it's time to get to work. Now, Facebook says it welcomes additional federal oversight. It says the majority of teens do not have a negative experience on Instagram and stresses the company does not put profits ahead of people's safety. Nora. We'll see if Congress acts. Chris Van Cleve, thank you. Well, tonight, a state of emergency has been declared along the Southern California coast after that offshore pipeline leak that sent more than 125,000 gallons of heavy crude into the Pacific. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports there are new questions about the response. For nearly 12 hours, the pipeline was spewing oil into the ocean before any action was taken to stop it. The Coast Guard got reports of an oily sheen on the water late Friday night, but they say they didn't have enough information to deploy boats. The pipeline company didn't report the leak until Saturday morning. Approximately 4,000 feet of the 17.7-mile pipeline 
has been displaced. Cargo ships have been backed up along the coast for months. CBS News has learned that the Coast Guard is examining video to see if a ship dropped anchor in the wrong place and actually dragged the pipeline. The pipeline has essentially been pulled like a bowstring. And so at its widest point is 105 feet away from where it was. The spill is now spreading down the coast towards Mexico. Twelve times a day, the Coast Guard takes aerial images to map the movement. I would describe it as isolated patches or ribbons of oil, and those uh, can be hundreds of yards, if not miles apart. Huntington Beach is a tourist town. Local business owners were expecting big crowds this weekend. What do you fear? Loss of business. Are we going to be able to stay here? I worry. I worry. Last night, Southern California was hit with a severe thunderstorm, halting the cleanup for hours. A huge concern has been the impact to wildlife. And while it will be very difficult to assess the extent of the damage to marine life, just to compare, the last big oil spill in this area killed more than 3,000 birds. This time around, officials say they have found and treated eight oily birds. Nora. Lilia Luciano, thank you. Some scary moments here in D.C. today after a suspicious smoke-filled SUV was sitting outside the U.S. Supreme Court while justices were hearing arguments. Capitol Police took a 55-year-old man from Michigan into custody after pulling him from the car. He was saying, quote, the time for talking is done. Officials say the same man was seen acting suspiciously near the Capitol back in August. President Biden left town today to sell his signature spending plans directly to American voters. Now, this came as feuding Democrats work to iron out exactly how much to spend and what programs to spend it on. We get more now from CBS's Nancy Cordes. Every bit of it's paid for. The president was in Michigan today to sell a plan he now admits must be slashed nearly in half. To oppose these investments is to be complicit in America's decline. He and House Democrats spent the morning discussing what to cut from his signature social spending package in order to secure the votes they need. That's like saying, pick your favorite child. Uh, (laughs) These are good programs. Democrats told the president they're most wedded to the bill's new climate protections, paid family leave, universal pre-K, and an extension of the child tax credit. We've been talking about everything. Today, one of the holdouts, West Virginia's Joe Manchin, said child care is his priority, too. I've always said children on the front end, and I think that's so important, people being able to get back to the workforce. But that leaves other measures in limbo, including two free years of community college and adding dental and vision coverage to Medicare. There's going to have to be give on every side to get this done, and I think we do. As they haggled, Washington drew one day closer to crisis as Republicans continued to block Democrats from quickly raising the nation's debt ceiling. That would require getting consent from every single Republican. I can't imagine that would happen. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned today that defaulting could trigger a national recession. It would be catastrophic to not pay the government's bills Late today, the credit ratings agency Moody's expressed confidence that the debt ceiling would get lifted in time, predicting that Democrats will use a cumbersome mechanism to get it done on their own. But that is a precedent, Nora, that they have not been eager to set. Yeah, the market's watching that closely. Nancy Cordes, thank you. 
We turn now to the COVID pandemic. Today, Dr. Francis Collins, the director of the National Institutes of Health, said he's stepping down at the end of the year. President Biden called Collins one of the most important scientists of our time. And there's big news tonight about a new COVID booster shot. Here's CBS's Meg Oliver. Johnson & Johnson is the latest company to ask the FDA for emergency use authorization for their COVID-19 booster shot for adults 18 and over. Dr. Well, Eric Topol. The, the Johnson & Johnson is, is now in 15 million Americans. They got the one shot and done, but they weren't really done because the efficacy isn't as high as the other vaccines. The Johnson & Johnson single-dose vaccine was only 71% effective against hospitalization from COVID. But recent data found a J&J booster shot given 56 days after the primary dose provided 94% protection against illness and 100% protection against severe disease. The second shot, whether it's a Johnson & Johnson or a Moderna Pfizer is really important because we want to get that efficacy up high. A new study shows that vaccinations help reduce more than a quarter million COVID cases, 107,000 hospitalizations and 39,000 deaths among seniors. Tonight, the bells at the National Cathedral rang to honor the 700,000 Americans who have died from COVID. Moderna has also submitted an application asking the FDA to authorize a booster shot. Next week, an FDA panel will discuss both the J&J and Moderna applications. And then later this month, they will discuss whether to authorize COVID-19 vaccinations for younger children. Nora. Meg Oliver, thank you. The pandemic has taken a devastating toll on police departments across the country. COVID is now killing more law enforcement officers than guns, vehicles, or any other threat they face in the line of duty. Here's CBS's Jeff Pegues. Police officer Christopher Cockburn lost his battle against COVID-19 last month. Tell me about your dad. Well, he was a police officer for over 30 years. I think Kaylee Cockburn, his daughter, says he loved his job. When did your family find out that he had COVID-19? On my 30th birthday, August 14th. <laughs> Quite a birthday. Exactly a month later, on September 14th, at the age of 59, he was dead. I miss him a lot, yeah. COVID is now the leading cause of death for the men and women in blue. 716 officers since March of 2020. Still, there is a reluctance to get vaccinated. In Memphis and Louisville, just 47% of officers have been vaccinated. And in Philadelphia, just 13% of police department employees have provided proof of vaccination. We have members just like the cross-section of, of the population of, of the United States that, uh, that uh, do not want to be vaccinated. Many firefighters are also refusing to comply. In Spokane, Washington, 50 of them will be fired later this month if they don't get the shot. One is Tim Archer. Have you been vaccinated? Uh, no, sir. Why not? Because it's it's really in conflict with my conscience. Do you see yourself changing your stance? No, sir. In some cases, officers and firefighters are saying, nor that this is the toughest decision that they've ever had to make during their careers. Important to protect the public. All right, Jeff Begays, thank you. 
Well, we're going to turn now to a CBS News investigation. We have uncovered allegations of fraud, waste, and abuse at the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, potentially involving hundreds of millions of your tax dollars. That agency has not had a permanent director for six years, even as violent crime has soared nationwide. Here's CBS's Catherine Herridge. In 2016, Joe, an Army veteran, went to work for ATF as an information specialist in the Human Resources Department. I had to maintain the integrity of the information that went into the system. Almost immediately, Joe, who asked to be disguised and not to use his last name, said he noticed problems. ATF personnel doing administrative jobs were paid a special bonus known as Law Enforcement Availability Pay, or LEAP for short. If you were functioning in an administrative capacity, you don't qualify for the pay, so you're not supposed to get it. A lot of people were getting it. Government regulations stipulate the extra pay is reserved for criminal investigators who are on call and expected to work on scheduled additional hours. How big is the bump up in pay? 25%. How much money are we talking about? If you were making $100,000 and you got leap, you would get 125000 Did you flag the alleged violation to your supervisors? Yes. ATF emails indicate Joe's supervisors were upset about what he told them. Joe shared personnel records that show his performance reviews went from fully successful before his complaint to minimally successful after. He lost his job last summer for unacceptable performance. What did you take away as the message? Don't look over there. Just because you see someone stealing money out the ATM, you don't have to say anything. Is that what they were doing? Yes. Last year, a lawyer for the Office of Special Counsel said the investigative body found a substantial likelihood of wrongdoing. And an Office of Personnel Management audit concluded approximately 94 employees were inappropriately classified. The office suspended the ATF's ability to create certain jobs for no less than six months, saying the ATF may have engaged in prohibited personnel practices. If it's true, then it's a very significant amount of wasted tax dollars. Former Senate investigator Jason Foster has spent his career supporting whistleblowers. He reviewed what CBS found. It could be a waste of hundreds of millions of dollars if, it, if the same thing were happening throughout government. Four federal agencies involved in Joe's case declined to comment because of the ongoing investigation. An email from the Office of Special Counsel said the final report is delayed, citing broad implications for the ATF. Why did you decide to speak up? Because it was wrong. Catherine Herich, CBS News, Washington. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Work at Kellogg's cereal factories in the U.S. has come to a halt. That's where Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops, and Rice Krispies are made. 1,400 workers went on strike in four states after more than a year of negotiations over pay and benefits. It's not clear how supplies of these popular cereals will be impacted. 
All right, someone who purchased a Powerball ticket for last night's drawing at her grocery store in Morro Bay, California, hit the nearly $700 million jackpot. Now, if they choose the lump sum payout after taxes, they'll have $377 million. Well, you could buy the Florida Panthers hockey team, four F-15 fighter jets and plenty of fuel, or a cruise around the world with more than 3,500 of your friends. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Whose art just hit the auction block? It's Muhammad Ali's. CVS's Jim Axelrod reports. Gone more than five years now, Muhammad Ali is still surprising us, thanks to his old friend, Rodney Hilton Brown. I had taken over a failing art gallery in Soho, and I was looking for a, a world-class famous figure that could paint some paintings that we could make limited edition prints of and sell. That's why I say I'm the greatest. No one was bigger in the mid-1960s than Ali. Brown approached him. Ali was game. He never claimed to be a great artist. He knew he was the greatest boxer in the world. But when it came to art, he said to me, quote, I paint pictures with meanings, unquote. The two dozen works auctioned off today reflect what the champ was thinking, not just about boxing, but religion, war, and social justice. When I first opened the, the box and saw them in the flash, I, I got goosebumps. Helen Hall is with Bonhams, the auction house that handled this who-knew collection. You know, Ali used his fists to fight, but those fists also created these artworks. A broad range of brilliance befitting the greatest. Jim Axelrod, CBS News, New York. Well, the bids for Ali's paintings are already near $1 million. Tomorrow, a closer look at the supply chain bottleneck and how it'll impact your holiday shopping. And if you can't watch us live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> respond too quickly oh well that's good yeah i expected i expected you to lay into me well this was over the strike period oh i had time yeah See, that, that does that doesn't count <laughs> sure i responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment yeah i felt like i had something to get up for every yeah. day so thank you for that listen to the late show pod show with stephen colbert wherever you get your podcasts a story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.